Hey, let's find a roadmap to the upset of the decade, Michigan State versus Ohio State. We go through all the keys of the game, and then after that, well, hey, there's some MSU basketball news we have to get to, and then we see if we can keep our five best bets rolling in the green as we go forward. Let's go. Our Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My favorite people of all time, yes, the listeners and the viewers of Locked on Spartans, thank you so much for keeping it tuned here to your team in green and white. Yes, talking about them five days a week here on the Locked on Spartans podcast. And I know things have not been all too delightful lately in the world of Michigan State Athletics, but we're going to try to have some fun today. We're going to try to be a little bit optimistic, really as optimistic as you can be, as Michigan State is playing Ohio State this weekend here. Uh, We'll get to all that in a little bit, but first, hey, today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with promo code LOCKEDON and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's right. So hey, before going any further, please rate, review, and subscribe here to this podcast, or if you ever want to reach out, lockedonspartans.com. Sorry, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find us. So let's get to it. If you've listened to any other episode this week, um, or really if you have two sets of eyes, and you've been watching this football season, you you know that things have not been going well. Uh, and also earlier this week, I said that there, there ain't no way Michigan State is upsetting Ohio State. And I said that on Tuesday. But I also said by Thursday morning, I will come up with a road path to a victory for Michigan State because I'm a sick person. Uh, Really, essentially, I'm a college sports fan. And this is the beauty of college sports is that no matter who we're facing, whether it be Okemos High School, you can get pretty scared for that game as much as you can get talked into your college team beating the Buffalo Bills if they were to roll into town. So, yes, with the Ohio State Buckeyes, one of the two teams that's tied to win this whole thing. And by the whole thing, I don't mean the Big Ten. I mean the Natty Daddy, the national title. Uh, yeah, we're going to find a way for Spartan victory here. It's Thursday afternoon. This morning, we hatched the plan to get to an MSU dub. Now, listen, hey, okay, before I go any further, do I think Michigan State is going to beat Ohio State? Okay, I'm not, I'm not that dumb. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. However... If it were to happen, this is how it's going to happen. So let's take some peeks through some little windows that maybe open up a big door of opportunity here for Michigan State. And look, hey, um, what I filled my brain with is uh, convincing myself that Ohio State, yes, a roaring start to the season, 5-0 and so far, and they've been thrashing everyone. They've had a pretty mid-schedule, though. Uh, just working our way back here. They just played Rutgers. They played Wisconsin the week before that, Toledo the week before that, Arkansas State the week before that, and a Notre Dame team that, well, turned out really not that good anyway. And on top of all of that, they've done that all at home. Home is pretty easy to win for most programs. Uh, And so, yeah, this is their first road game of the season for Ohio State. How you can wait six weeks in college football to play your first road game is completely beyond me, but... um. I digress. Here we are. So, hey, maybe vibes are a little different with Ohio State once they hit the road, come to Spartan Stadium. Uh, And look, C.J. Stroud had a slight dip on the road last year. 
Like, for example, he had three interceptions on the road and only two at home last year. He only threw for 68% completion on the road versus 72% at home. Now, you might say to yourself, those are still incredible numbers. Look, we're trying here, okay? We're trying here. If a 4% dip in completion percentage is all that we get, well, dang it, that's what we're going to be taking here. And also, too, hey, let's look at our own team. Bryce Berenger, yes, he is going to have himself a game today. Uh, the 2018 game against Ohio State at home still lives rent-free in my head where uh, Drew Chrisman, the Ohio State punter, had Michigan State having five drives in the second half starting at the six-yard line or shorter. Hey, maybe Bryce Berenger has his Drew Chrisman moment. Maybe he keeps backing those Buckeyes up to their own end zone. So let's move forward here. Uh, let's go to the keys of the game here. And we're going to be looking at both sides of the ball, all facets of the game here. And one key to the game here. And look, you've got to accomplish three, if not four, of these keys here to even have a chance at an upset. But let's talk about it. Key number one is getting to C.J. Stroud. Uh, Ohio State's two receivers, Emeka, uh, sorry, Emeka Egbuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. each have over 400 yards receiving. They're the only team in the Big Ten with two receivers over 400 yards. Point blank, look, um, our, our secondary is going to get burned by, by these guys. Now, the way to combat that is by pressuring Stroud. So here's why you can do that. Uh, you might be getting Jeff Petrowski and Chris Bogle back. You also might not be, but hey, you, you could be. Also, Michigan State, on, on passing downs, has a top 25 sack rate in the country. So hey, that, that kind of bodes well. But here's why it'll be hard. Uh, Ohio State's passing down sack rate. Okay, that's eighth best in the country. So they're really good at protecting C.J. Stroud. And also, too, um, Michigan State's blitzes have not been getting home the last few weeks. So really, we're running out of options about how to go about the blitzes, what schemes to run up. So uh, maybe at the very bottom of Scotty Hazleton's bag of tricks is something for the Buckeyes that none of us have seen yet. So, uh, okay, that's, that's one key to the game. Look. Again, I'm trying here. This is a really good Ohio State team. Um, key number two, can you mitigate the damage Ohio State can do on the run? Can you limit the time of possession that they have? Can you take away an aspect of their offense? Can you get off the field on third and short running down situations? Now, here's why you can do it. Michigan State's run defense is, is pretty good. They have a 39.1% opportunity rate. Now, what on earth does that mean? What does that mean, opportunity rate? It means essentially when there's four yards or more to get on the ground, that's the percentage of runs that go over four yards. Michigan State is holding their opposition to just 39%, and that's 18th best in the country. So the Spartans' run defense, still pretty good. Also, this is by far the best run defense unit Ohio State will have faced so far this season. And they also have health concerns with running back Travion Henderson. He was out versus Rutgers. Uh, limited against Toledo, but in between those two games, it played pretty well against Wisconsin. Okay, now here's why that's going to be a little hard, though. Their backup running back, Mayan Williams, he he, he played okay last week. Let's look, uh, let's look up his stats right here. Uh, oh, 9.0 yards per carry and five touchdowns, which tied a program record. So yeah, their uh, their backup running back still pretty good and. Uh, Hey, remember that opportunity rate we just talked about? Michigan State's defense is 18th best in the country. Okay, well, Ohio State's offense, 
second best in the country in opportunity rate, and also uh, first in the nation against stuff rate. Uh, stuff rate is the percentage of plays that get stopped at or behind the line of scrimmage. Um, that's only 6.8% of their runs have done that this year, and that is not just first in the nation, but that is so far on pace for a historical rate. Usually the best team in the country ends at around like 10, 11, maybe 12%. Ohio State's below 7% right now. But again, they they have not faced a run unit like Michigan State so far this year. And I'm not saying Michigan State is world beating, but so far the opponents that Ohio State has played have been anything but. Um, now, MSU's run offense. Okay, got to talk about that. Um, hey, Ohio State's run defense has given up 3.3 yards per carry, which is middle of the pack in the Big Ten. Now, with that said, uh, Michigan State's run offense, <clears throat> getting 4.4 yards per carry. That's ninth in the Big Ten. That's ninth in the Big Ten. Uh, and MSU's passing game really quick. Uh, look, and I truly believe this, and this might even sound silly, um, but this could be the best passing attack that Ohio State has also played so far this year. I mean, you mean to tell me that Wisconsin is better? No. Rutgers is better? No, probably not. Even um, Notre Dame and Tyler Buckner, I think the kid's name was? No. But hey, we know this. The Michigan State's passing game has struggled. Has struggled. However, the ceiling is still there. Uh, look, you have all the weapons around you. Maybe, you know, Peyton Thorne understands that he's playing with house money today. So, hey, um, <laughs> look, we're grasping here, but it's what we got. Can Michigan State find a rhythm in the passing game? That's going to be massive coming up. Uh, but hey, again, for every one of these stats, for every one of these glimmers of hope, Ohio State has given up just 28 passing plays against them that have gone for 10 yards or more. Passing plays have gone for 10 yards or more. Ohio State has only given up 28 of those. That is tied for seventh best in the nation. For reference, and you all sitting down for this one, uh, Michigan State, their defense, they've given up 65 of those, which is a fourth worst in the nation. So, yes, it's easy to say that the passing game can maybe possibly get going, but, man, Ohio State is really good at limiting the big plays. And after all this talk, there's no wonder why Ohio State is a juggernaut, rated as a top three team. The, the odds on favor to win the whole national title. But, hey, you know what? If there's the path, you got to accomplish at least three of those four goals. Bryce Berenger has to have a good game. Uh, mock this thing up. Get the ground game going. Limit their ground game, especially on third and short. So, hey, look, I know that not a lot of us are expecting to win here, but I'll be damned. If I wake up on a Saturday morning anytime this fall and for at least a second think that Michigan State might have a glimmer of hope here. So that's the best I could do for you here for Spartans versus Buckeyes. We're going to flip the page here and actually move sports in a hot second. I just need to talk to you folks about underdog fantasy after I take a quick swig of water here. Ah, that's some great H2O. Underdog fantasy is here to get your college football Saturdays absolutely positively popping. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, gang. It's the easiest place to spice up your college football. It is so easy to set up. Get your uh, college football Saturday started on the right note with Underdog Fantasy. Uh, hey, look, you just download it from the App Store or head to underdogfantasy.com and you get started so fast with promo code Locked On. That's one word, just Locked On. And Underdog is actually going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Deposit 100, get 100 from free. And so from there, you go to your favorite sports teams, or hey, maybe sometimes your least favorite sport teams. Whatever picks you're feeling the best, 
You just pick a bunch of over, under for stats. Like, hey, over uh, Payne Thorne passing yards, under Jaden Reed reception yards, over Travion Henderson rushing yards, and bada boom, bada bing, you got yourself a $5 bet to win 20 bucks. Hey, it's all for fun. Or, hey, it could be for winning some sweet cash. So go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy with promo code Locked On. That's all one word for deposit $100 and getting $100 for free. It's easy. It's fun. Get in on the college football pick'em action today at Underdog Fantasy. And before hopping onto the basketball court here, hey, Thank you so much for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, five days a week. No matter how good the season goes, no matter how bad the season goes, we will be here to talk about your Michigan State Spartans uh, because, hey, we still can't get enough of them. We, we love our boys, so uh, away we go to the basketball court. A uh, quick piece of information uh, from Thursday, the Big Ten um, unleashed their preseason All-Big Ten team. 11 names on this list, and Michigan State got one player on the list. Not bad. Not bad. So, uh, and that player would be, drumroll please, if you don't already know, it's Malik Hall. Uh, Malik Hall, yes, uh, coming back, as you know, he'll play the four this year, probably a little bit of the three this year. Might even see him slip down to the five this year because, look, Michigan State has got a short roster this year, and that could be for better or for worse. We're going to have to stay tuned to find out there. But, yeah, Malik Hall. All-Big Ten uh, preseason team. He joins uh, Terrence Shannon out of Illinois, Trace Jackson Davis out of Indiana, Chris Murray out of Iowa, Hunter Dickinson out of Michigan, Jamison Battle out of Minnesota, Jalen Pickett out of Penn State, Zach Eady out of Purdue, Clifford Amarui out of Rutgers, Chucky Hepburn at Wisconsin, and Tyler Wall out of Wisconsin as well. Uh, last year, Malik Hall, 8.9 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, and look, we know how volatile of a player he is. He he is the human form of cryptocurrency on the basketball court. Like you can, you can get an elite game out of him, as well as you could see him really not have a big day in the box score. He actually last year he never had three straight games in double figures, and even those back-to-back games with double figures, that third game would drop off pretty substantially. So hopefully he could be a more consistent player this year. Um, and look, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting year, and. Um, yeah, it's just really going to be I, – I think he does earn this spot on the All-Big Ten team just because of how pivotal and how versatile he can be for Michigan State. He's a guy that shot above 30% from three last year, but he's also a guy that has the length that could defend the other team's four, and God, we'll see if he has to defend any fives and seeing how that goes this year. But, yeah, regardless, heading into the year, Michigan State has one player on the board. Um, now, could you make an argument for other Spartans to be on this All-Big Ten preseason team? Sure, like, you know, um, A.J. Hogard, pretty good player. But actually, if you ask me, I'm glad he didn't make that list. Because A.J. Hogard strikes me as a guy that just loves to play with a chip on his shoulder. So, like, the, the more chips he could have going into this year, the better. So, no, I don't want to see A.J. on any uh, preseason all-anything team. Let's, let's, get, let's have our point guard as pissed off as humanly possible. So he charges into this year ready to play some FU basketball because I think that's when AJ plays his best. So, yeah, there we go. Um, Also, some recruiting news as well. Uh, James Brown. James Brown, no, not not the former singer, the I feel good guy. But, no, instead a 2024 prospect out of Chicagoland area, six-foot-nine center, top 30 player in the country for 2024. And, um, look – 
This kid is doing the parade of visits right now. Uh, MSU is his second visit. He was at Missouri last weekend, visiting North Carolina, Notre Dame, Duke, and Illinois, all pretty much in consecutive weekends as well. And it's interesting because, just like I said, 2024 kid, he hasn't even started his junior year of high school, but he's taken all these official visits. And, you know, with that said, then, it's like, well, is he looking to reclassify? Actually, um, no, he did an interview with Stock Risers and he said, quote, I want to be a pro eventually, but I don't think reclassifying is an option. I'll be going to college when it's my time to go. So he was asked, are you going to reclassify? Are you going to look to jump straight to pro and look at if what he told Stock Risers is true? No, but it looks like this is a kid that wants his decision wrapped up, you know, sooner than later. So uh, there you have it. This would be a big one. You know, I, I don't think I'm saying the obvious like, oh, what makes this game great? Look, he's a six foot nine kid, rated top thirty in the country. That, that means he does pretty much everything good. Like for example, um, yeah, like he he could, he could dribble with the best of him. He could extend his jump shot out to like 15, 18 feet, uh, pretty good right there. So, yeah, he, he's he's a really good player. Uh, now, why to be optimistic about this recruiting battle, despite you're going up against you know North Carolina, Illinois is a spicy team. Oh yeah, Duke is still pretty good. Him and Jeremy Fears. That's right, 2023 point guard commit Jeremy Fears have known each other since second grade. Second grade, that is quite the relationship right there. I don't think Fears will be one and done. I think he'll be sticking around two, three, maybe even four years. So this would be an opportunity where these kids get to play with each other. Now, also, why to be optimistic about this is Izzo and company have afforded themselves the chance to put so many eggs in the basket of 2024 kids. Because their 2023 class is locked up. They have an all-star cast for 2023. So, look, with all things considered, Michigan State can put the eggs and all their energy into recruiting the 2024 class. It's quite remarkable, actually, to have your 2023 class locked up before either of these kids start their senior year. Because, look, you feel good about what you have in 2023. All the kids are pretty solid commits. All right, let's go shopping for 2024. Let's get ahead of the game. And yeah, not every program can say that. God, there's still some programs in your own conference that aren't even halfway done with their 2023 class. But if you could focus a lot of energy, hey, there you go. There you have it. Uh, that's awesome. And so that's the official visit of the weekend. Uh, there's also Jace Richardson. He's taking an unofficial visit. Same deal. 2024 kid, uh, six foot two point guard, top 50 player in his class. And oh, yeah the son of Jason Richardson. So uh, how fun is that right there? So Midnight Madness also going to be happening or, okay, not Midnight Madness. Uh, it's like Spartan Madness or whatever they call it now um, because, well, it, it, the program starts at 9.30 p.m. Um, the doors open at 8.30. So if you're in the area, I would highly encourage going to this, um, whether, hey, just like we talked about two days ago, like if you're just a big State fan, you want to go with the buddy, that's great, but also it's a great opportunity to go with kids. Like, this truly is for all ages. It's a lot of fun. So, doors to the Breslin Center open up at 8.30. Um, there's autographs with, you know, the men's team, the women's team, all that fun. And, uh, yeah, you got the drum line, you got the cheerleaders, the dance team, Sparty there. So, it's really a cool opportunity to uh, get over there. No doubt about that. And also, uh, Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole. I can only assume that Draymond Green is uh, innocent in, in, in that right there. I will uh, comment no no longer on that. No, you know, actually, I, I will comment a little bit more on that. Uh, Draymond Green uh, likes accountability. And um, if, if the rumors are true that Jordan Poole is starting to get a little lippy and he's changed his attitude because he's got this big extension coming up, 
what better to put you in your place than, well, Draymond Green. So uh, there you have it. All right. Let's rifle through our five best bets here in a hot segment first. I need to talk your ear off about AcrePro, Midwest Farm Group, your local farm land specialist. Because when it comes to land sales, it pays to have experts in your corner. With decades of experience in Corn Belt agriculture, no one knows the market better. Whether you're doing a 1031 exchange, expanding your operation, or selling a row crop farm, your local AcrePro agent will walk the land with you and ensure the deal is done right. And great service is just the beginning. AcrePro provides unparalleled land data, including soil ratings, elevation, flood zones, and land valuation across parcels so that you can get the full picture up front and be confident in the entire land market. Your agent will cater to each of your individual needs and help you navigate the complexities of buying and selling land so that the process is made simple. Experience the ease of AcrePro by working with farmland specialists like Kyle Rule, Brady Hammond, Neil Hurt, and Kyle Spray. Visit AcrePro.com or call 765-587-3185 and talk to your local land expert today. Again, that's 765-587-3185, AcrePro, Midwest Farm Group. Let's get into it. Uh, This is, hey, this is big for us because two weeks ago, the five best bets did not go well whatsoever. But hey, last week we went three and two. So that puts us at a grand total on the season of 16 and 14 under 60 in MSU versus Maryland. Okay, great. Awesome. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, Michigan minus 11 against Iowa. Awesome. Yeah, thrilled I won that one too. And then Illinois plus seven. We did not need those points whatsoever. And we also lost. Okay. Over 50 and a half, Georgia Tech at Pitt. Thank you, Pat Narduzzi, for your service. And then Iowa State minus three at Kansas. Um, <clears throat> this week, we're going to start with uh, the Buckeyes against the Spartans here. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. Yeah, did we open the portal in the first segment to a Michigan State victory? Yeah, sure. That, uh, that was fun. But is it going to be reality? I uh, have a little hard time believing that. So we will be going with. Um, Unfortunately, Ohio State minus 25 and a half versus Michigan State. Uh, Ohio State, look, is just that good of a team, right? I mean, they check all the boxes on defense, whether it be the passing game, the run game. Check all the boxes on offense. You know, that I don't have to tell you. You can always count on Ohio State for a great offense. So, unfortunately, yeah, 25 and a half. I, I hope to see Michigan State still have some fight in them, some good body language because, look, you go to two and four on the year. Obviously, you were a top 15 team in the preseason. You see things go this off the rails. I can understand why, you know, body language or attitude might start to go out the window, but hopefully it's not the case on Saturday. And then really quick, as my voice is barely clinging on to the rest of this episode, uh, TCU minus six versus Kansas. Uh, This Kansas Jayhawk thing has to end eventually, and TCU's offense is amazing. And also, I don't know how Kansas gets uh, like 14 home games this year, but hey, good good, good for them, I guess. Uh, but no, that's got to end eventually. Uh, Texas A&M plus 24.5 versus Alabama. Bama is getting 63% of the bets. 24.5% is way more points than I think a lot of people realize. And yes, I know that Alabama wants to drop the hammer on Texas A&M, but I don't know if that's going to be possible with Bryce Young hurt. And even if he does play, you know, how well is he going to run? Speaking of running, um, their backup quarterback is a great runner, but I, I just don't think his arm is necessarily there. So I think AM can keep it respectable, you know, losing by 19 points instead of uh, 39 points. So Wisconsin at Northwestern, that's a disgusting game. Under 44 
points is what we will take for that. And then Texas, Oklahoma, oh boy, at noon, the, the Red River rival or rivalry shootout, whatever they call it now. I'm going to go under 65 there. Uh, I don't trust Oklahoma's offense at all, but I also think their defense is better than was led on to believe last week against TCU. Um, TCU is just a pretty good team, especially on offense. So yeah, I think that water's going to find its level. So we're going to go under 65 there. So to recap the five best bets, under 65 in Texas, Oklahoma, Wisconsin at Northwestern, under 44 points, Texas A&M plus 24 and a half versus Alabama, TCU minus six versus Kansas, and then the Buckeyes minus 25 and a half versus MSU. Again, all these lines courtesy of betonline.net, your number one sports betting experts. We will be back on Saturday. Should I not get any more under the weather? Um, should I still have a voice after cheering on the Spartans uh, this weekend? It's going to be great. Uh, so, yeah, no, we will be back this weekend sometime recapping the game. Uh, and once we funnel into next week, you know where to find us. Locked on Spartans. We do this five days a week here. Now go enjoy the rest of your weekend. Love you all. Go Green.